What's going on, everyone? This is Realtor Joe Simona. Thanks for tuning in for this episode of Your Cup of Joe. Today, we have Jordan and Jeff with us. Jordan and Jeff, thanks for coming. Do you mind introducing yourself to everyone listening? Yeah, I'm Jordan Zimmerman, Vice President of Zimmerman Home Loans. I'm here with my partner, Jeff Zimmerman, and we're here to talk some things with Jeff. Great. Thanks for coming out today. God, Jordan, how long have I known you? Since high school? You guys go back a while now. Yeah, I mean, probably half our lives now. Jesus. About 16 years old. Yeah. Yeah, we've known each other for quite some time, and it's it's crazy to look back at time and remember things that have happened in the past and, you know, just life, how how fast it, it goes by. Yeah, pretty much everything but the halls of Wild Lake Western have changed. So. Yeah, exactly. Some of the teachers are still there, right? Yep. I think a, final, a few of them finally retired. I've, a few have finally retired. I miss some of them though. Some of them. <laughs> no, um, we, you know, got got our education, got out of there, and a lot of the stuff, a lot of the stuff that's um, in today's day and age is is self taught. So uh, definitely, there are great things to education. Uh, you know, my late father was a teacher for nineteen years, so uh, educators have a have a hard job. Uh, Jeff and educators Jordan. are way underpaid. Yeah, that's true too. They are <laughs> they are way underpaid. Education's our future, and we just don't pay teachers enough today. We we don't. We, we rely don't. on them, but we don't compensate them properly. That's true. They're they are um, definitely underappreciated. I will say that they are definitely underappreciated, underpaid as well. So I do agree with like that. Michael Jackson said, "They are our future." They are. They are. They're shape. They're shaping the young people. They're shaping. Uh, you know. Even people who are not young by definition, shaping them to mold our future. So, I yeah. remember back to the days of Wild Lake Western going in for conferences and talking to the teachers and how much the teacher knew each student just blew me away. I'm thinking about how often my parents would go in there and they'd tell them stuff that I even forgot. I'm like, oh, all right, well, didn't remember that. But the teachers did, did know the students more intimately and... Um, they're definitely, they're definitely overworked, underpaid, and in a lot of situations under. Especially today, I think a lot of teachers, you know, the parents rely on the teachers for to do a lot more than just teach today. Yeah, no, that's definitely that's definitely true. So, as everyone heard when you introduced yourselves, um, you two do mortgages. How long have You've been doing uh, mortgages, Jeff. Where did you start off? And uh, same question would go to you, Jordan. Yeah, I'll let you start first. I, I started off, I've been in this business since, uh, geez, 2001. So I've lived the ups and downs of this business. Um, I actually uh, started out many years ago at Capital Mortgage. Um, got my mortgage there and know the owner there pretty well and when I got a mortgage there, he said, you know, you know this stuff pretty well. Why don't you come to work? And we just started talking. And um, next thing you know, I'm working there. I was there quite some time. And as we grow in this industry, we learn different things. And it was time to move on. Um, they had some internal changes. And I learned a lot. And But as you know, sometimes you have to move on in order to grow. And that's what we did. And why on earth my son decided to do this. I think he saw the rewards, but he also saw the work that goes into it. 
but he knows the sky's the limit in this in this business. You're you're only limited by what you're like you said in a previous podcast by the amount of work you put into it. You get you get the rewards back, not only monetarily, but it's a great thing to put a first time home buyer in a home. The exhilaration you get when you're at a closing and they come up and they hug you because they're in their first home. This is where they're going to raise their kids. This is where they're going to have their ups and downs. That's a great thing when you can put a first-time home buyer in a home, and that's what attracted me to this business to begin with. For sure. Jordan, what about you? Yeah, so I've been doing this. I'm going on to year 11 and uh, started someplace that most people probably wouldn't know the name if I said United Shore Financial Services, but I think everyone knows UWM, what they've evolved into. So I started there back in 2013. Um, since then, had a couple of different ventures, and about five years ago, we opened up our own brokerage. And uh, since then, the world's changed. There's a lot of new programs out there. Like my dad said, getting first-time home buyers into homes. Um, most people think of that as people in their early 20s, maybe early 30s. But, I mean, as we've seen over the years, sometimes that could be somebody that's 65 years old that's never owned a home before. So just changing their life and helping get them into the house is really what got me into the business. Jordan just closed somebody like that. 65. Yeah, yeah. I'm, bought his first home. I'm working with someone um, who's even – Older than that, that is going to be a uh, first-time home buyer. So, yeah, that's exciting. It's definitely exciting. It, tell you what, being in real estate, especially a commission-based job where you don't know when your next paycheck is, anytime I go on vacation or something, I truly like look up and I say, "Wow, I earned this," because. Well, people don't understand though. At our, not to interrupt you, but at our level, the level that you're at, the level that we're at. This business is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Yeah, that that's definitely Whether you're true. Here or not, so yeah, you know. exa- ex- exactly. You could be on that beach with that pina colada. If that phone rings, you answer it because it might be a client that needs help. You know, realtors. Uh, any realtor that's listening to this will understand. It's like the second you go out of town. You all of a sudden have that one listing. That's when your phone that has a, That's when your phone uh, goes crazy. So no, I definitely understand that. Yeah. Jordan, you used to be at originating loans at Chase Bank, right? Yes, there was a time I was at Chase. <laughs> How long were you with Chase for? Uh, about a year. Now, putting aside any policies and procedures that Chase had internally versus other uh, banks, mm-hmm. what? Do you see the difference as having your own brokerage versus working at a bank? Um, would you say that, without specific stuff, would you say that there were benefits at a big bank that you don't that you're not afforded at brokerages, or would you say that everything that you could do at the big bank you could do at your brokerages at your brokerage plus you can do more? I would say we can do 99.9% and more. Um, There are certain things that banks are good for. Um, As far as like working at Chase, they have something called private clients, which if you have a certain amount of money with Chase, they give you special treatment. Not so sure that's right, but that's how they treat their people. If you fall into that bracket, there are things that may be hard to compete with, but we can do most of the same things. Um, But as far as being a broker, it just opens up the world of possibilities for our borrowers. We can do a lot more things when it comes to creative financing on keeping your current home. also, like, for instance, when COVID started, speaking of Chase, they raised their requirements for credit scores, for down payment, things like that, where you really only have whatever they want to currently offer when you work for them. 
And that could change tomorrow. It could change next month where we use, you know, 30 different lenders. So they're competing with each other for our business. So they want to offer us as much as they can possibly get because they're competing for these loans. You know, it's interesting. You uh, talked about private clients. Um, I had a deal that, God, I still remember when, um, and we'll get into this in future episodes, um, when the conforming loan limit was, I think it was like $412,000. And one of my clients was getting a mortgage that was $484,000. And it was a jumbo loan. It was considered a jumbo loan at that time. And the broker that that one went through actually went through Chase. And ironically, this client was a private client at Chase. Yeah. But they still got a better deal from the broker because... How long ago was that? This was five, six years ago. Yeah, they used... So just to give you a little insight... Even way back at my previous employer, Chase used to wholesale. They don't anymore. So a lot of those opportunities are gone. But as a broker, just we have so many different programs that banks don't offer. I think what Joe was trying to touch on, though, like, for instance, we have Flagstar. So we could sell to Flagstar or you could directly go to Flagstar. And right. generally, our pricing is going to be better than going of to course. Flagstar. Yeah, yeah you, you don't have the overhead that they, exactly. that they have. Exactly. So they're going to have many levels of management and all those people have to get paid on any loan they do. So being that their prices are going to obviously be a little bit higher than going to a broker. For sure. Jeff, do you remember your first deal? Oh, yeah. Do you remember the thrill and the excitement when you closed that first deal? Oh, yeah. The exhilaration was unbelievable. Do you remember the challenges during that deal? Yes. And if you could change anything about that deal, would you have changed it? Or do you think that it gave you a stepping stone for where you're at today? I probably would have done it the same way. Sure. Um, I would have submitted it differently, probably. Um, but guidelines back then compared to guidelines today and how things are done with the technology we have available to us today, it blows away anything that we could have done back then. It's it the industry is so different. It's like driving a Model A Ford versus a Ferrari today. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean the 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 speed in which we can do things, the access to uh, technology and you know uh, different products is just unbelievable. And to be honest with you, that's where Jordan's really um, <laughs> my mentor. Uh, he teaches me so many things on a daily basis, and. Sometimes gets a little frustrated. I'm a little older than him, so the technology for me is more of a challenge than it is for him. Um, a lot of times, he'll you know I'll ask him to show me something, and it's basically let me just get it done, and two seconds later it's done. Where it might take me 20 minutes, but for the client, it's a much better experience. Yeah, for sure. They don't see a lot of the back end stuff that no. we do. As things progress and as times change, we're afforded more opportunities for technology and to advance on things. The one thing I will say about you is all the realtors we work with, you get very involved in the client's transaction. You want to know these things. You want to know about the programs. You want to know what type of interest rates they're getting. You fight for them to get the best interest. You fight for them to get the, the lowest insurance rates for the best deal. And you do that better and you do that better than any realtor I've ever worked with. I, I appreciate that. 
um, that that definitely means a lot. And these two people here are two of the hardest working, if not the hardest working brokers that I have ever worked with. I have not once lost a deal with them. Uh, we've worked hard to figure out solutions on deals. We haven't lost a deal, and that's something that goes beyond business. I mean, if we well, that shows the personalization you have with your clients too, though that it, most realtors don't. To be honest with you, you get much more involved with your clients, and that a lot of times can help us expedite the transaction. A absolutely, yeah, no, definitely. Um, Jordan, beside doing mortgages, you also have Party Picks, which is a uh, photo booth, right? Yeah, correct. A photo booth company. We do uh, open air photo booths. We do 360 photo booths, and uh, we're looking to keep expanding next year. And you just got that 360, right? Yeah, the 360 was new this summer. Um, it's been very, very popular with holiday parties. So, are you doing more like holiday parties? Uh, you know, baptisms, bar mitzvahs graduations are you doing a lot of weddings what's what's a lot of your business or is it pretty scattered it's pretty scattered to be honest uh, expected to be a lot of weddings but i mean we do things everywhere we've done real estate parties for uh offices That's a lot with the schools too yeah we do a lot with schools so like wildlife western we've done events there we've done events you just couldn't nobody. stay away from there could you <laughs> no i tried i tried as hard as i could but uh somehow they came calling so We've been to Wild Lake Western, a couple in Nova, a couple in Canton. So as long as I don't get phone calls from attendance anymore, I don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> schools have really been a, a big part of our business, though, so far. Speaking about getting phone calls for attendance, uh, from attendance, I remember one time I got a detention, and it was when it was written down on the slips. And I thought it was clever and went into the assistant principal's office and grabbed the slip off the desk, ripped it up, went to the bathroom, flushed it down the toilet. Goes, I don't know where your detention went, but I think I have it scanned in on my computer. I'm like, huh, yeah, isn't isn't that great? Jordan actually had one of his friends try to get him out of school one day and called attendance. And it's funny because the attendance lady knows us really well, and I got a call from her, and she says, Mr. Zimmerman, somebody just called and tried to get your son out of school. And I knew it wasn't you, so um, I'm calling you, and I have the phone number. And I called back the phone number, and it was one of his buddies trying to get him out of school. It's funny now. He didn't tell he didn't tell you that was me, right? No. All right. Sounds accurate. Good looking out. <laughs> yeah, no. Um What do you, what do you like to do in your free time? I know I know Jeff, I know you have a a boat that you keep out in St. Clair. I know you both are into cars. Um you go out to your in-laws place on uh, Wampler's Lake a lot. Um I've infused a lot of my sicknesses into my son, like cars and boats and things like that. So Yeah, the funny thing is Jordan Jordan will call me, and I have no idea about cars, and he'll talk to me about a Corvette engine. I'm like, bro, that's crazy. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, man, like, so this one has a, uh, you know, a V12, 828 horsepower <laughs> engine. I'm like, that's nuts. I'm like, I think I just saw one on the road. Or if I get like a... I like football. I like sports. Um, I don't. I couldn't name you a player from every uh, football team. Um, I probably couldn't name you more than two people from, you know, the Lions. Sorry, everyone. But I enjoy watching the games. But I'll get like random like stats because I'll send Jordan like a screenshot of something that looks interesting, and Jordan will send me something back. He's like. Yeah, this guy should have rushed for 41.8 yards. I go, and then I'm looking up. I'm like, well, what the heck does this mean? I, I have no idea what this means. 
but sports are a fun time and um i I've you've instilled some of that on me, some of the sports stuff on me. So we definitely gotten into that. Um, we've golfed a couple of times uh, this past summer of 2023. I'm not good at it. I, I don't know too many people that are, but it's a lot of fun. You get out there, yeah, swing the club. Exactly. Um, I try to go for golf courses that don't have houses within a three mile radius of it because there could be a fairway wide enough for an airplane to land. <laughs> but not my golf ball. Um, shout out to Kirkland for coming out with the yellow golf balls so I don't got to search for my golf balls for three hours anymore. In closing, what if somebody said, I'm scared of the home buying process, I heard getting a mortgage is tough. Then they're talking to the wrong people. Then they're talking. It's, it's just that easy. Then they're just talking to the wrong people. And I will say, Talking to you two and doing a deal with you two is truly refreshing. And it's refreshing because what you two always look for what the problems could be that arise in the deals and we address them before they come up. So we know that when the underwriters come back, you've already us, got those answers. We've already yeah. got those answers. Or we'll tell them about it up front. For That's sure. definitely a big point. We always try to be proactive. As you know, like I have one right now where I collected a couple of documents, uh, statements from a client. No one's asked for them yet. And just like you said, being proactive, I believe they're going to. Once it comes out of underwriting, don't have to go back. We already have them. That way things move quickly. For you know, sure. it's just like going to a doctor, going to a dentist, going someplace where things are unknown. If you know what to expect going into the transaction, you know what's required of you to get it done, it's not a surprise. People don't like surprises. We don't like surprises. For sure. Jordan and Jeff, I want to thank you two for coming. Thank you for coming out, Jeff. Joe, thank thanks you for having us, man. We, you know, we're, we're happy to be here and support you. you I do a great job. I appreciate it. You two have definitely supported my business, and I look forward to growing with you two. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be here, Jeff. Thank you very much. Everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Your Cup of Joe. Stay tuned for the next one.